Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. talking about the perfect prayer. The perfect prayer is the Lord's Prayer. And this is what I want to say to you. Jesus said that we're to pray this prayer. So when you, when you don't know what to pray, I pray that you will pray this prayer every day. That's why I, I pray the Lord's Prayer every day because it's the prayer that Jesus gave us. And so we want, to, we want to say it today. It's going to come up on the screen. We're doing the King James Version. That's the one that most people remember. So let's say the Lord's Prayer together. You ready? Come on. It's coming up on the screen. Here we go. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And everybody shout it. Amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. The most powerful prayer is that prayer. Again, the Lord's Prayer is meant to be prayed. It was given to Jesus said, when they asked, Lord, how do we pray? He said, you pray like this. And so once you understand what it means, then it, then it has more meaning to it. So every day, my prayer is that every day you would pray the Lord's Prayer. So I want to share with you uh, something that, that's interesting. Would you agree with me? Would you agree with me that, it's, that is, uh, it is much better when you're talking, when you're trying to communicate to someone, that you're communicating with someone that you believe that likes you? Do you agree with that? You ever tried to talk with someone you like, you felt like they didn't like you, didn't care if you was even in the room? You ever been there? Yeah. Yes. And so it's much better when someone, you believe that someone likes you. This, this, this goes all the way back to, to being very small. Rhonda and I had the privilege of taking uh, uh, Pastor Chesney uh, and Danny Dorsey, Danny's one of our singers, and Chesney's our family ministries pastor. And they have a son. He's in the first grade. His name is Drew. And Rhonda and I had him the other day. We, we were taking him somewhere. And he got in the car, and he said, he calls me PJ. He says, PJ, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> I said, you know, that apple didn't go far from the tree, Danny. You know, I, I, remember, I remember his daddy when he was a teenager. And, uh, and so anyways, I said, oh, you do? He said, yes. And so he stopped right there. I said, what, what, did you ask her to be your girlfriend, Drew? He said, no, PJ, I told her she was my girlfriend. <laughs> so then I, I said, okay, I want to go a little further with this. And I said, okay. Uh, I said, well, what did she say? And he said, she got mad at me, PJ. <laughs> we all want to talk to people that really like us. A couple years ago, I, I met a pastor, you know, and I was... I was, I was trying to be friends with this guy, but it just, it just, it didn't, it was no chemistry there. He just didn't like me, and he didn't like me. So the first question I go, well, what's not to like? <laughs> you, find, you talk to Rhonda, she'll give you a list, I'm sure. 
But anyway, you know, I'm like, you know, you know how it is. You try to just keep on trying, and finally there's nothing back. And so, you know, he didn't like me, so after a while, guess what? I just stopped liking him. <laughs> okay, never mind. I shouldn't have said that, right? <laughs> That's the truth, isn't it? Don't we? No, you got your little halos on. I'm telling you the truth right now. <laughs> and so anyways, I was like, well, let's quit trying. But I will tell you that when Rhonda and I were teenagers that we met, and we met when we were teenagers, I remember, you know, seeing her and... We went on a little youth trip, you know, she didn't know who I was, and I didn't know who she was, but we just sort of saw each other there, and, you know, all of a sudden, I, I started liking her, but I didn't want to be the first, I didn't want to say it, you know, because she might not like me back, right? And I, you know, I didn't want to do one of those little notes, you know, I like you, you like me, yes, no, maybe, <laughs> but I wanted to know, and so her BFF said, I think that uh, Rhonda likes you. And once I knew that she liked me, then I put this charm on, <laughs> slid in. That's been well over 30 years ago, baby. It worked. That's right. That's right. She got a lot more than she bargained for, I can tell you that. But what I'm just saying is it's when you know someone that likes you, I got some news for you today. Those of you that are watching home, I got news for you. And that is this. God likes you, and he not only likes you, he loves you. Amen, Amen everybody. Amen. You, you, you got to know that. You won't talk to God if you don't feel like he likes you or he loves you. I want, you to, I, I want to be your BFF today and let you know that God already likes you and he loves you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, don't take my word for it. Listen to what the Bible says. 1 John 4 and 16, we know how much God loves us, and we put our trust in what? In His love. Oh, His love. Put His trust in His love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. Look at the next verse with me, verse 18. There is no fear in what? There's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with what? Punishment. When you think of your father with a belt all the time, then you're not going to want to talk to him, right? Amen. Okay, everybody. You didn't grow up the way I did because you can tell that. <laughs> the one who fears is not made perfect in love. And here's what I want you to know. Whoever you fear or whatever you fear, you will never go near. Amen. Ooh, good grief. Good. Whatever you fear or whoever you fear, you will not go near. And so if you fear God that he's going to punish you all the time, you will be hesitant to go talk to God, right? You won't go near God. You just hope that, that he doesn't strike you down or something, right? And, and so you have to have a new understanding. And Jesus wanted us to understand that the fir very first thing, he wanted us to understand when you pray, the first thing you to understand is that God loves you. That's why he said, this statement's coming up. Look, this statement's coming up on the screen. I want you to say it with me. Here we go. You ready? Say those first two words out loud. Let's just say the first two words. You ready? Our Come on, say it again. Our okay, what does that mean? When you say that, this is what it's to remind you of. Let's read the next statement. Ready? God loves me no matter what. Oh, don't you feel better? Did you hear that? When you pray the Lord's Prayer every day, you say, our Father, you just stop right there and say, God, you love me no matter what. 
No matter what someone did to me that makes me feel like I'm not valuable. No matter what I did to someone else that makes me feel like I'm not valuable. No matter what I did to myself that makes me feel like I'm not valuable. No matter what I did against you that makes me feel like I'm not valuable. As soon as you open up your mouth and say, Our Father, you stop right there. Jesus was saying, Remember, God, you love me no matter what. No matter what. No matter what you did, no matter what's been done, no matter what, no matter what, God loves you. No matter what, no matter what, no matter what they said, no matter what he said, she said, no matter what that spouse said that they were divorcing you, no matter what they said, no matter what your friends said in school or in college, no matter what the coach said, no matter what the teacher said, no matter what the parents said, God, you love me no matter what if you if you can receive that you'll be free you will no longer talk to God like this no 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 God you love me no matter what come on in he says amen it's like the grandparents come on in they love you no matter what some of them unless your grandmother's like mine she's 94 she says she wants to whip my butt what she says so Let's talk about the benefits. The title, Our Father. You, you get that. See, the Lord's Prayer is power, powerful once you understand it. That's why I'm passionate about it. Because God loves me, I have immediate access to God. Amen. Immediate. Don't you love that? Yes. <laughs> when you pray... The moment that you think the thought before it ever comes out of your mouth that you're going to say that to God, God already receives your message. You know that that's, that's faster than the speed of light or the speed of sound. It's faster than any of that. You, you, don't, you don't go through all, you don't personally travel through space to go in the throne room of God, but your prayers do. Immediately, they're right in the throne room of God. And aren't you glad? Here's what I want you to know. Your prayers are not buffering. Hallelujah. Don't you hate buffering? When you, when you, like, Rhonda and I have, like, YouTube TV. Who has cable anymore? You know, I'm like, we got YouTube TV, and I click it on. And sometimes when I want to watch the game, I don't know why, but that little thing, it's buffering, you know? And I'm like, come on, man. And, 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 you, and so I, your prayer sometimes, I want you to know, your prayers are not going, hmm. No, no. As soon as you think it, as before it can even come out of your mouth, it's in the throne room of God. Amen. You got to believe. You you got to believe this called faith. You, you, when you pray and you believe that it, that God's listening, it it changes you. Your expectations. Amen. Now just go ahead and tell your neighbor today. That man's preaching today. Just go ahead and tell him right now. Right. That's right. He is. Psalms 139, look what he says. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? I can go up to heaven and what? Let's say those three words. You are, you are, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you ready? Let's say it. You are there. What does he say? He say, listen, you can get on a rocket ship and you can go into space and you can go as far as you can go, but God is there. Yes. And you get on a submarine and you go to the bottom of the ocean as far as you can go, and God is there. There's nowhere that a child of God can go that God will not be. Amen? That is good, good news. You see, 
Sometimes in our lives we say, well, I just can't hold it together. Why don't you know that's not your job? Your job is not to hold it together. Amen. Your job, is, your job is, to, is to trust and to pray, and God's job is to make a way. Yes. Amen? Yes. Look what the Bible says about Jesus. It says this in Colossians 1 and 17. He is before all things, and would you read this last part? And in all things, in him all things hold together. In him all things hold together. Jesus holds it together. Not me, not you. He holds it together. And so, again, it's coming up on the screen. I want you to say these first two words with me. Let's say them out loud. You ready? Come on. Our Father. Oh, say it again. Our Father. Now, let's say the last part. You ready? God loves me no matter what. That's the commentary that you have to put in after our Father. Every day you pray the Lord's Prayer. Every day I pray this prayer. And this morning I prayed it. The first thing I got on my knees this morning, early this morning, and I started, I said, Our Father. And I just stopped. And I said, God. Thank you that you love me. Amen. Thank you that you love me. Oh, God, now I'm here this morning just to love you back because you love me so much. You love me so much. Before, did you notice he wants you to know that you, he loves you before you talk about any sins or you talk about what you need to be forgiven for? Before any of that, just know that he loves you. Amen? Amen. 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 God loves me. Our Father, God loves me no matter what. Let's say it one more time. Ready? Our Father... God loves me no matter what, no matter what. Man, that just changes everything for me. Mm, I stand a little taller because I know he loves me. Mm, mm, mm. So because God loves me, I have, the number two is this, a good heavenly father. He says, our father who art in heaven. You know what that aligns? That puts two things side by side. It puts the the, the power of God and the love of God, right, side by side. What I love about this is, this is that the power of God is always motivated by the love of God. <laughs> that means he's not out to get you. That means, that, that means he's always working in your favor. Even though, even though you say, well, you know what? I, I've done this bad thing. Well, let me tell you, that even though you've done this bad thing, he doesn't want to do a bad thing toward you. Never, ever, ever. The power of God is motivated by the love of God. Amen? Oh, that is so good. Look at this. James 1 and 17, it tells us about the Father, the good Father. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the who? The Father. The Father of heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. I just got one question to ask you today. Is there, I want you to raise your hand if this is true with you. Has anything good ever come your way or ever happened to you? Let me see your hand. Anything good? Anybody in the room? Okay. Just about every hand is raised, all right? Let me tell you something. That was from God. Amen. You, you, you say, no, pastor. You know, that, 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 was, that was from my boss. Oh, no, no, no. He don't like you that much. <laughs> she don't like you that much. It was God working in them that motivated him to do good to you. Amen? <laughs> Every, every good thing that's come your way, that it was motivated by the Father. It, it didn't just happen. They didn't just like you. You're not that good. No, it's the Father working on your behalf in somebody's mind that made him do that for you. Amen? Every good and perfect gift, everything good, everything good comes from the Father. Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. 
Already Christmas in October already. So why don't we, why don't now that we've recognized that, that every good thing, every good thing has come from the Father, why don't we just say thank you, God? Let's say it together. Ready? Come on. Thank you, God. Just say it again. Thank you, God. One more time. Thank you, God. Every good thing, every good thing that's happened in my life has come from God. It's amazing how God gets blamed for the bad stuff, isn't it? Well, you know, if he was really God, he could stop all this stuff. Well, yes, he could. But he's God, so he hasn't. Because he works it all together for our good. That's right. Remember your mom and daddy saying, now listen, it's going to hurt me worse than it's going to hurt you. <laughs> you didn't get that lesson I did. Right before they said, okay, I'm going to tear your rear end up, boy. But you know what? Now I understand it did work for my good. Because my dad understood sometimes that he had to go through my rear to get to my ear. <laughs> Mm, just saying, all right? Mm, there wasn't no standing in the corner for me. The only reason I stood in the corner because I couldn't sit down. <laughs> I know I'm old school. Sorry about that. That's just the truth, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. I read a story uh, several years ago by a guy by the name of uh, Mark Batterson who wrote in his book, it was a book called All In. And he told about a couple by the name of Wayne and Diane. And Wayne and Diane were praying for a child. Again, this is back in 1983. They were praying for a child, and, and sure enough, uh, she became pregnant. She had to go to the doctor to be confirmed back then that she was pregnant. And so in October of that year, they began to pray for, the, for, the, for their child and for their child's spouse. And so as they began to pray for their child, they said, God, we want to name our child what you want us to name our child, so please give us a name. And so in October, again, in 1983, the name came to them, Jessica. And so they thought, well, maybe we're going to have a girl. Again, it was, they didn't have the technology back then that we have today. So maybe it's going to be a girl. So they wrote the name Jessica down, and they started thanking God for Jessica. But they continued to pray, and in December, they didn't understand it because they felt like that... God had given them the name Timothy. And I thought, Jessica, Timothy, so maybe, again, they didn't have the technology we have now. They were thinking, well, maybe it's going to be twins, a boy and a girl. So they wrote those names down. But in May of the following year, the child was born, 1984. And it was a boy, and they welcomed Timothy into the world. Still not understanding. And so many years passed, and finally Timothy grew up, and in May of, of 2006, Timothy was standing at an altar, and his bride was walking down an aisle. And there the dad stood as his best man, watching this young lady who was going to be his daughter-in-law come down the aisle. And all he could think about was in October 1983 when they were praying for their son or for their child and their spouse, and God gave them that name. And little did they know, Jessica was coming walking right down the aisle. Isn't that amazing? How that God had given them the name of what their daughter-in-law would be. I want to, he's a good, good father, amen? He's a good, good father. He's a very good father, amen? He's a good father. You have to understand that. And so we just need to show him our love back, right? He loves you. Show him your love. You know one of the ways you do that is you take time out to pray. And I have a next step on your connection card, and I hope everybody will fill those cards out each week uh, and place them in our buckets as you leave. 
And those of you online as well, fill yours out. The next step is I will show thanks by finding a time and a place to pray. At least two minutes. So you say, well, I don't know what to pray. Well, now you do. The Lord's Prayer. That's what you know what to pray now. The Lord's Prayer. And we're teaching you what it means. Another way, you know another way that you can show your love back to God? Is by blessing His children. I can tell you I'm a father. And, and when my children were, children were coming up, I can tell you, I appreciate the things that people did for me. But when I saw them bless my children, oh my goodness. As a parent, it just moved me in such a great way. Do you want to know how to move the heart of God as you do things for his children? And that's why we have what we call growth track here at our church. You know what growth track is all about? Helping you find out what God's gifted you to do so that you can bless his children. You know what? And when you bless his children, he blesses you. And so I want to challenge you. If you haven't been to growth track yet, you can take it online or you can take it live. Please sign up for growth track and, and just check it out. That you can be in the fullness of God wants you to be in. Amen, everybody? Amen. Amen. Okay, number three is this, because God loves me, because God loved me, I have, number three, a meaningful relationship with my heavenly Father. Jesus started out and said, you know, when you pray, you start out with our Father. That statement. Notice what he didn't say. What he didn't say, he didn't say, now when you pray, you get on your knees, you say, my Lord, and bow down. He didn't say that. He didn't say, no, you just that. He said, you don't get down and, and bow down and say, my master, to remind us that he has control over everything. He didn't even say, bow down like the 23rd Psalm says, the Lord is my shepherd. He didn't even bow down and say, oh, you're my great shepherd. He didn't say, do that. No, he said that when you pray, you say, my father. Because those words, when you pray them, reminds us that I have a special privilege to enter his presence as his child. Many people, would you agree with me? People have different spirits. Yes. You ever met a person with an angry spirit? Yes. Yes. Mm, that gets ugly, doesn't it? He's just angry. What about then a person with a, a lying spirit? Oh, my God. Liar, liar, pants on fire. I was talking to a person this week, and they were telling me about this, the issue that they had, and the person lied to them all the time. Then there is the spirit that is an aggressive spirit. You know, it's sort of in-your-face kind of deal. Come on, in-your-face all the time. And the reason I share these kind of spirits with you is because we sort, that sort of repels a lot of people. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to be around those kind of people. But when you say the, the name, my father, Come on. it's not an aggressive spirit. It's not an angry spirit. It's not a haughty spirit. not a lying spirit. It is a peace-filled spirit that welcomes you in to his presence. Amen. It's not repelling. It is actually inviting. Amen, everybody? It's inviting. So again, today, I want us to say those words again. They're not going to come up on the screen. I'm going to lead you. We're going to say, our Father, and then we're going to say, God loves me no matter what. Let's say it again. You ready? Our Father... God loves me no matter what. Can we say that again? Our Father. God loves me no matter what. Doesn't that feel good? That just feels good. Romans 8 and 15 says this. God's Spirit didn't make us slaves who are afraid of Him. Notice that. Instead, we become His what? Children. 
And we call him what? Our Father. Our Father. I read this story years ago, and it, it, it helped me. Maybe it'll help you. There was a story of an emperor who had led his army, had been in battle, and, and he led them. And they were making their way back into to the uh, community in which they lived. And so because it had been such a great victory, there was a parade that was given by the emperor. And so the emperor began to lead. He rode his chariot on the cobblestone roads right in front of the army. And, and as he went by, thousands of people lined the streets and they were cheering for the emperor and they were cheering for the army because they'd won a great battle. As the, line, as the roads were packed with people on the side of the road, there was a little boy that was on the back of the crowd that was trying to get through to, to see what was going on. And, and so he, he was just weaseling through the crowd. And finally, he, he shouldered his way through the crowd. And as he came through on the other side, he saw the chariot. And the little boy, without hesitation, took off and darted out toward the chariot. And when he did, one of the guards grabbed him and swooped him up and said, son... Don't you know who's in that chariot? Son, that's the emperor. And the little boy, without hesitation, said, Sir, that may be your emperor in that chariot, but to me, he's my father. That's my daddy in that chariot. I want you to know, I don't know what people say about God, and you, know, I, you hear a lot of things as well. They can say all kinds of things. All I know is that he's my father. Amen. Amen. Is he your father? Amen. He's my father. Amen. He's my father. Our father art in heaven because God loves me no matter what. Amen. 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 And the question that you got to answer is that. Is he your father? The only way that he can be your father is that you have to accept his son, Jesus. Yes. And you say, Jesus, I realize that you died on the cross for my sins and you invite him into your heart. You say, dear, dear God, I want you to come into my heart. Jesus, come into my heart and save me. Yes. Forgive me of my sins and help me do your will. And if you say that and you mean it in your heart, you'll become a child of God. Amen. And God doesn't have any stepchildren. <laughs> you, know what that, you know what that means? That means that God loves you as much as he loves me. Just because I have reverend or pastor in front of my name doesn't give me any special privileges with God gives him more responsibility but not special privileges when you say when you say God he listens to you just as much as he listened to me if you're his child amen? amen father right now there's people in this room and there's people that are watching online right now that are saying dear Lord Jesus come out of life and save me and father today I pray that you will let them know that you heard them that you've been knocking on their heart's door for a long time and today's a day that they're going to become a child of God and so they're going to get to know your love like never before. Yes. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand for that. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer again, check it on your connection card so we can pray with you. We've got some things I want to send you. And if you're watching online, you can text the number. Do you see on the screen in front of you the words following Christ so we can pray? Can I tell you just about every week somebody does that? Every week. That you say... 
I know, I know many of you come and say, well, here we go again, and you just go on autopilot. You just disengage. Don't, no, don't disengage. Say a prayer because people are making an eternal decision. Amen? And, you, and one day it may be your child or it may be your parent that does it. Amen? Because little do, some of you don't know it, but your parents are spying on you and your children are spying on you. While you're in this room, they're watching online. You don't even know it. They ain't told you yet. God's working. Amen? Amen. All right. Remember what we said? Our Father. And we said our Father means what? God loves me no matter what. Let's say those words again. Our Father. God loves me no matter what. The fourth thing I'd like to share with you as a benefit is this. Because God loves me, I never approach God alone. Oh, this is so powerful. It always, it always bugged me like the, the Lord's Prayer. Jesus said, say, our Father. Well, well, I understand that if I'm in a room with you because we're all brothers and sisters in Christ, right? I mean, God is our Father. He's our Father, right? But if I'm by myself, then why should I pray? Why shouldn't I pray my Father, right? See, you don't think about stuff like that. I know I'm a little crazy, but anyways, it, but I got it one day. Here it is. Jesus said, pray our Father, and this is why. Because we go to the throne room together. In other words, I will never go to the throne room of God without Jesus. <laughs> He's at the right end of the Father, and Jesus said, you pray our Father because you're never going to go by yourself. And even when you're feeling a little intimidated, and when you're feeling a little overwhelmed by sin, or you're feeling overwhelmed by the world, you don't have to worry about that you're walking in by yourself because I'm going to go into the throne room of God with you. Amen? Why, why, why is that so important? Here's why. Do you know that Jesus faced every temptation known to man? Do you know that? He knows what it was like to be tempted with depression, anxiety, all kind of sexual temptations. He, he understands. I mean, the most hideous temptation that you say, oh, man, that never happened to me. I can't even understand that. Jesus was tempted with the most hideous temptation. You understand? Everyone known to man. The Bible says he was tempted that way. Why? Because when he got to the throne room of God and you prayed about what was going your way and what you had given into or what you was being tempted with, it ain't like he's going, oh, no. No, he's going, Father, I understand what that's like. And that's a lot of pressure. I understand how that hurts, and I understand the pain of that. And so, Father, would you please do this for them? When you don't know what to pray for, your elder brother Jesus is there praying with you, interceding, and asking the Father to give you exactly what you need. Amen? That's why at times when you pray stuff, you don't know what to pray. You pray anyway. You can't pray the wrong thing. When you just start praying, the Son, the Jesus Christ himself, begins to talk to the Father, and the Holy Spirit of God is making intercession for you, and he begins to do what you can't do for yourself. Amen. 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 That is so good. Jesus. Let me tell you something. If I got to go to court and I'm in trouble and I'm going to stand before the judge like the father's the judge, well, I tell you what, I got to have me a good attorney, a good lawyer. I got to have someone that knows. And I tell you what, it's a wonderful thing that when, when you got to go stand before the judge, but your attorney is, is, is the son of the judge. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? 
And every time you go to Jesus, guess what? The son of the judge is interceding for you. And therefore, we know that the father, the son's got our back. Amen? <laughs> oh, I got to stop. Mm-mm-mm. That man is preaching today. He brought his A game today. Mm-mm. That's the Holy Spirit. It ain't nothing to do with me, my friend. He's speaking to you. He's speaking to you. Look what the Bible says. Ephesians 2 and 18, for through him, talking about Jesus, we both, Jews and Gentiles, have access to the who? Father. By one spirit, talking about Jesus. This prayer, you've got to pray it. I can teach you, but you've got to pray it. Jesus gave it, but you've got to pray it. Our Father, God loves me no matter what. Our Father, God loves me no matter what. Our Father, God loves me no matter what. Devil, you're a liar. I know what happened five years ago. I know what happened 10 years ago. I know what happened five days ago. And I feel bad about all of it. But I, I'm still loved by the Father. I'm still loved. I'm not disowned by the Father. He still loves me and welcomes me. Our Father, God loves me no matter what. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.